Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hero Nation Show, the place where business owners and entrepreneurs just like you come to learn tools and tactics to live more epic lives. Uh, we are your hosts, John and Johnny, and today uh, we are here to answer a bunch of your questions. Johnny, how are you doing today, brother? John, I am good. Always glad to be here with you. So Johnny has no idea what our subject is today. Um, but before we actually get started, I got to actually congratulate Johnny. So if I remember right, um, you just celebrated your four-year anniversary. Year four, baby. That is right. We, uh, well, we, so we concluded year three. We are kicking off year four. And uh, John, it's crazy how time flies. So unbeknownst to Johnny, that is what the entire show is about today. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so Johnny... <laughs> Call me your interviewer, and here we go with the questions. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's go. I want to know um, what specifically um, in the last five, in the last four years, um, would you consider the most valuable lesson that you learned? Staffing is hard. <laughs> Okay, what's the story there? The lesson here is, um, and staffing will make or break you. And that has been the, the biggest lesson I've learned is hiring staff, firing staff, uh, staff leaving on their own, um, either going to a competitor or another industry. Um, th that has been the biggest lesson that I've learned. And, uh, John, I'm still learning that. And I, I've got to put resources. I've got to take time to evaluate. Um, that has been the biggest lesson. And here's what I know, and you know this because of our listeners, business owners, entrepreneurs, that is probably one of the biggest lessons that you're learning and have learned uh, through your career. And uh, these, these last four years has, have been uh, a whirlwind in the staffing arena. Okay, so when you talk about like, so I, I guess, so what's, the, what's been the story? What's been the progress and story if you're going to go back from the beginning uh, in, in, the, in the whole staffing arena, what was your first mistake in staffing? Well, I, when I took over an insurance agency, I, I had limited uh, experience. I sold life insurance for about six months in 2008, and then I got picked up by the Green Bay Packers, so I let that license lapse. So here I am, 2017, June 1st, 2017, taking over a property and casualty business and so I had to get licensed extremely quick. I got both licenses in 16 days. And so for me, John, when I opened my doors, I had to hire experience and experience fast. And so that's what we did. I hired people with uh, existing licenses. I had people that have been in the insurance uh, world for years so that even though I am the owner um, and I am writing the checks, I get to tap into their wisdom and their knowledge. And John, looking back, that was the right thing to do, but it was very challenging because the although um, on the org chart, I'm, I'm at the top, uh, in the day-to-day, -day, I'm, I'm asking them, hey, what, what's our next step? What, what do you recommend we do? How do we, what are our processes we need to put in place? And so... Uh, that that was a challenging time to kick this thing off with no experience. I mean, think about that. That's, that had to be kind of like a humbling place to be, to be honest. 
it, it was very humbling. It, and it was, um, you know, there's some days I'd, I'd go home and I'd talk to my wife and say, huh, I, I wonder if this is a, a process that we need to implement or is somebody trying to pull the wool over me? Um, and so you, I had those doubts that I had to fight off. Um, I also, you know, played on the other side of that, John, where I am actually getting live feedback from my staff who is on the front line dealing with the customer's day-to-day experiences. And so you want to talk about just listening and absorbing a wealth of knowledge. Uh, that was huge. And, and that was in, in the big, you know, win column there, John, I'm getting true live feedback. Hey, what, what are your challenges? What processes do we need to put in place? And so, you know, I, I learned on both sides of uh, the equilibrium, so to speak, and that, you know, I found looking back now some areas where maybe I was taken advantage of, but then mm-hmm. I also um, I would say I was a, a more responsive and uh, uh, open to listening to my staff coming in with no experience that I we would actually put processes in place that would truly help them and not just trickle down from uh, the corporate boardroom, but truly help what's going on on the front line. So. I experienced both. So what are some things that you did better then than you do better now? Well, one thing I was big on early on was doing um, personality tests, strength finder tests. I used the strength finders 2.0 where I'd have staff come in and um, uh, take a personality test so I could figure out, you know, are they more on the sales side? Are they more on the service side? And in theory, John, you know, and I got this concept from um, Jim Collins wrote the book, Good to Great. We got to get the right people on the bus and then you got to place them in the right seat on the bus. And so I thought doing uh, this type of evaluation up front was going to be beneficial. And maybe it was early on, but I, I think as as we started to expand, calls kept coming in, um, I stopped doing it. And we focused more on the interview process, how they would answer questions. And then what I put in is I put in a 90-day introductory period where um, they're essentially their benefits don't kick in until 90 days. And what it did is it allowed me to evaluate them in real life, right? It, it got me to, I was able to see, okay, how do they really talk on the phone? Um, you know, how, how do they correspond via email when the client just wants to communicate via email or text? And so, um, I, I moved from the strength finders test to uh, live experience. And I think that, that has been a learning curve for me. Well, let me give you one more. I think this would be an area that we can expand on. And I think this would be good for our listeners to implement. If, you, if you're in the hiring process and here's what I've noticed, I'm, I'm in year four of my business and I am, I am still hiring. I, I'm constantly hiring. And if you're a business owner that has employees, I, I don't think you ever arrive. What, what you have to do is you've got to continue to refine your hiring process because you're not going to be able to keep your staff forever. And, uh, you know, it's not healthy for anyone. But you, And so what I've learned is I've got to refine it. So check this out, John. Uh, you know, in the insurance world, the, the mantra and it, even in sales in general, is you want to get in front of your consumer and or you want the consumer in front of you. And so, you know, you'd really push for live meetings, you know, bring them to the office or you go to them. Well, John, when COVID hit, uh, 
we still have to write business, but we can't really see anybody. You tracking with me? So, oh, yeah. and, and, and even with the power of technology and the internet and, and telecommunications, it's been harder to get people in the office. They want to go over their policies over the phone. They, you know, they want to text in the quote. I mean, they want it on their terms. And so you've got to be able to deliver that. And so here's one of the things I do in the hiring process. And it has been extremely helpful, John, is I will meet with, um, you know, a potential candidate. And right now it's been Zoom, but prior to that, they come in and we'd, we'd interview them. And then he, I would, I would, here's how I would conclude the interview. I'd say, let's, let's take you for an example, John. I'd say, John, thank you for coming in. Really enjoyed uh, visiting with you. Love your background. Um, you know, I think there might be a fit here. He, here's what I need from you. In the next 24 hours, go ahead and send me an email and just recap this meeting from your point of view. Or recap this interview from your point of view. And that's all I say. Sometimes the interviewee will, will ask kind of maybe some clarifying questions. Um, but I, I keep it very, uh, uh, you know, very open. I, I keep it very minimal. And what I'm doing here, John, is I'm essentially giving the staff, potential staff member, their first assignment. Are they getting paid yet? No. So what am I looking for? I'm looking for some initiative. Can they follow directions? Um, am mm -hmm. I going to get it at the 24th hour, since I said I need this in 24 hours? Or do I get it in the next 30 to 40 minutes because they're excited and fired up? So I'm gauging their interest level. Here's the other thing I'm doing, John, and this is huge. This is huge for everybody, not just anybody in the insurance world. When they send me that email, I get to see what they comprehended from their point of view. I know what I said in the interview process because I'm communicating through my lenses and the way I see life. But then I get to see the way they heard it and responded. And so I get to I get kind of tap into their point of view, which is huge when you're evaluating staff. The last thing I look at is I read the email. Do they know how to capitalize their letters? Or do they know where, are they using proper punctuation? John, if, if I'm going to put this person on my payroll and they're going to communicate with clients who trust us to do their business, and again, this is for everybody who's listening here, they have to be able to type an email that is professional. And so just implementing this, this little um, practice test, so to speak, it allows me to evaluate them before I even pull the trigger on if I'm going to hire them or not. I, I really like that. Like I'm, I'm going to, I'm like in full disclosure, I'm full on stealing that. Do it uh, hey, <laughs> in full disclosure. I took it from somebody else. So let's just keep passing this thing around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's just, that's just really, I, I like it. Yeah. Uh, what I, what I've, what I've done in the, in the past is, has been, I've, 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 I've given people sample projects mm, and been mm -hmm. like, do this for me. Um, is one of the, one of the main issues that we've had, <clears throat> sorry um one of the main issues that we've had has been you know um, how do i put this a lot of people th that are um coming from film school stuff like that they have a pretty swole head on what they can actually do mm. everyone's the next steven Spielberg, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and uh you know it, it's it's one thing to do it in the um in, in the schoolroom, it's another thing to do it under a deadline with, with, with real consequences behind it. Right. I love it. It's a way for you to evaluate early on. It, 
you know, and it, and it saves you headache. And, and you're, you're also doing the interviewee a favor too. Like if, if it's not going to work, let's, let's get this up front and, and not later in where, where you've wasted payroll. They're frustrated. You're frustrated. So I, I love it. Put some type of little test up there for them. So let me ask you this. The first time you fired someone, how'd you do? Nervous. Uh, it was, it was, um, yeah, nervous. I, you know, again, as the owner of a new business that I don't have any experience in, here I am firing somebody who has more quote unquote industry experience than I did. And, um, but so, he, so here's, here's, here's what I did, John, essentially is I, I, I would go and listen to podcasts or resources on, you know, the proper way to, you know, let somebody go. And what I'm, what I'm doing here is I'm borrowing wisdom from people that I trust. And so, although this is a new, um, (laughs) experience for me, something that I still don't enjoy doing, uh, I, I learned from others and how they handled it with grace and class and firmness. And, and, and that's what I did. And so, and I continue to do that. And I, I refine the, the uh, firing process, right? I'm always looking at my processes, hiring, firing, everything in between. What can I do better? And so, as, are you, mm-hmm, are, are, so are, let me ask you this. Are you, are you nicer now in firing or are you more blunt and to the point? Uh, blunt Compared and to, to the point. One. Blunt and to the point. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. More blunt and to the point. Once we get to that stage, it's done. Um, it's, it, it's done. And so I, I need to move on. They need to move on. Um, and it, it's, it's extremely important to be blunt and to the point. Yeah. yeah. And guys, if you, if you need some examples of how to fire people, we do have an episode you can go back and, and take a look uh, where uh, Wayne Salmons and I sat down and we fired each other a couple of times on air. Uh-huh. <laughs> That is great. <laughs> I'm going to need to listen to that. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we definitely have two very different styles. I, I am definitely way more blunt. Yeah. Um, and Wayne, I, I'm pretty sure I would walk away being like, I'm a really special person. And I'm so glad <laughs> that he and I are friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two very different perspectives on, on how, to, uh, uh, how to let someone go. But uh, yeah, it's one of, the, one of our early episodes. So make sure you go and check that out. So awesome. Yeah. Well, I find that like, uh, it's kind of one of those rites of passage in a lot of ways. And you do like, there is nobody out there who fires the first person who lets their first person go that doesn't feel so nervous. Right. Because you are, you're you're rejecting someone, you're rejecting someone's work Mm -hmm. and it's full on confrontation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, there's not, not a whole lot of room there, right? Um, you know, I, I got I got thrown in the deep end the first time I started firing people. Um, I was I was working for this company and I got to manager level, uh, and then I got to regional, and uh, it was not a good time for that company. I found out, and their first job they gave me was firing six hundred people. Wow! Wow! Based on metrics. And so I had to sit in my office and for, oh, for days and I had to fire people based on their metrics and, and, and cut stuff down. And, uh, 
John, you want to get really good at firing people? It's 600 reps there. <laughs> it, it's six, go to go through 600 people and didn't matter whether, you know, they were, um, you know, crying or upset or they were like, like this is what had to be done. And I had, I had to be the one that, that, uh, that did it. Unfortunately, welcome to management. Right. Yeah. And I think it's an, you know, if, if you watch any of the shows or you see it on TV, you know, it, it is really cinematized to like, this is a. I are, you talking about, are you talking about like The Apprentice and stuff? Or, uh, yeah, you could say that. Or even like, I don't know. Real firing somebody in real life is tough, man. It, it just is. Yeah. You know, you hit it on the point because you're, you're rejecting them, you're rejecting their work. Uh, you don't want to take it personal. You don't want them to take it personal. Lives are wrapped up, up into this. So it can mm-hmm. be. It's just, um, yeah, yeah. You're, you're hitting a lot of fear buttons. Yeah, but it, and, a lot of- and I listened to a leader one time. He told me, you know, here's the deal, though. If you don't fire them and you leave them just hanging around, you're doing a disservice to your current staff and your future vision and what you're looking to accomplish. Because think about this, John. People on my payroll right now, they are mothers. They are fathers. They have children that they're providing for. Um, they have life to live. And I want to honor that, right? I, and, mm. and, and I want to, and, and there's, a res, there's a weight to that, that as an owner, I feel. And if it's time to fire somebody, I'm actually doing my current team a disservice, and I'm not respecting them uh, the way I should right. be by, by leaving that person in position or, or dragging my feet. So once well, I- Well, and if you, you consider like your staff, like if you consider like your staff a body, yeah, and you're like, like I'm sorry, but like this, like my this 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 person, this leg is sitting here. It's broken. It's it's not working. And the rest of the the rest of the team is you know a freaking just racehorse. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's not fair. Yeah. It's not yeah. fair to them. I mean, think about how much better they could be doing. How much more money they could make. Yeah. Um, if if you just let someone go. Absolutely. You, All of that. You know. I, what is what is that? The, there's that that saying, you know, that that goes uh, that we've said before. I think, you know, um, you know, how much pain are you, uh, how how much pain are you enduring to avoid pain? Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and there's you know, something people, healthy about a fresh start, the right? There's something healthy about a fresh start. There's healthy about removing, you know, what needs to be removed, and it's it's. Um, you know, I learned this from one of my weight room coaches. When I, when you step in the weight room, you're refining your body. It's going to hurt right now, so that you can perform on game day. And yeah. you know, you, you you know that from you know when a gardener comes in and prunes, uh, he's got to get rid of you know the the uh, the dead flowers and and the poor soil and to refine so you have a beautiful growth. And and that's what you're doing. So, um, but it's not easy. It's not easy. No, Johnny, I, I really appreciate you sharing guys. I want you to type in the comments below. Let us know. Uh, what do you think of Johnny's first experiences? What were your first experiences in business in general? Um, you know, what was your first, what is it? What was it like the first time you fired someone? Um, I've heard some crazy stories out there from people like throwing up to, you know, people, you know, trying to do it via text and running out of the room. I love these stories. Uh, So make sure you dish them out down below. So guys, until next time.
be your own hero.